Hey, I'm Mike Myers, and this is the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, which is geared to support songwriters and producers to gain confidence and turn pro. I bring on industry experts to help you improve and monetize your skills, engage better in the writing process, and build healthy habits to create a sustainable career that you love. Caffeinated, inspirational, conversational. What's up, friends? Mike Myers here with the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, episode number 79, Asking Questions with Josh Doyle. Now, this episode, we got Josh. Josh is back, and we're going to talk about the power of asking questions, because when you get into a career like we have with licensing, producing, and developing your songs, it can seem like you just got there mysteriously, magically. You know, we say things like, oh, this person's really talented. That's what's got them there. They got the drive. They got the energy. But here's the thing. There is a continuing trait in people that are doing well. And Josh and I were talking about this, and we realized we need to do a podcast about it. They just ask a lot of questions. They're not afraid to ask questions. They're not afraid to dive in and be like, hey, maybe I don't know enough about this and I need to ask somebody that can help me. Now that can be super vulnerable. You can feel weird, but Josh and I have embraced that. Any opportunity that we have when we're with somebody that we're like, oh my Lord, yes, them. We are like, you know, doing a ton of like writing down on paper, all these questions that we want to ask. We're thinking we're not missing this opportunity. And that's what we want you to see questions as opportunity, not something that's bad. So we are going to dive into this episode, episode 79, Asking Questions with Josh Doyle. People are excited, Josh. You know why? I do not know why. Tell me, please. We're, we're going to talk about questions today. We're going to talk about asking good questions. All right. Let's ask some questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think it's because as you get further and further down the path, when people are looking at the people that are doing the thing and they're, they're almost placed on a pedestal right. of just like, oh, they're They've, you know, they, they are just so gifted. Mm -hmm. They're so talented. They're so amazing. They're so, and it's like, or if we could, and this is what it gets into, mm -hmm. or they just asked a lot of questions. Mm. I think some of the most like uncomfortable things for people is asking a question and admitting when they don't know something right. or they need help. Yeah, yeah. I've mentioned this before. When you listen to like any kind of interview with actors or any other professional, sports professional or whatever, they always have that mentor who they, you know, it was like they had that safe space to be able to ask those, you know, quote unquote, dumb questions and, and, you know, fill in those gaps of their knowledge. That's key. I mean, and we've all had that. I know that I've had that, that question, like just haunting me of like, I secretly don't know what a compressor does. You know, like that kind of thing. And you're like, I'm kind of too far along to really like ask what the threshold knob on a compressor does. Like, you know, or yeah. those kind of types, <laughs> types of things. Um, but yeah, we need to ask questions. Yeah. But no, it's so if somebody comes and they ask a question, sometimes the question they're asking is not the question that needs to be asked, but there's a question underneath the question. Yes. Like there's another layer to it. Yeah. And that's why you have to ask the question because you think oh, this is the important thing I need to be asking. But someone who is your mentor and is down the path, they go, that is absolutely a valid question. But what I think you need to ask is actually this. Right. And then that causes either two things. Either it causes resistance and that, you know, the person, no, that's not, it's not an important question that they're telling, even though they came to that person because they were like, you have the answers. Yeah. And then they go, but I do know that's not the answer. Or, so there's either resistance or they go like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Right. What does that mean? And then that actually then creates the answer for the following question. Yeah. And I've been there so many times, like, especially on the, the, the mixing journey and production of like trying to figure out like how these great sounding albums are made you know i reached out to people and was asking 
I was asking like decent questions, but just the wrong questions for the goal that I was trying to get at. You know, like I, you know, yeah, I would ask like whatever something like what kind of drumstick should I be using for you know this this rock song that I'm trying to record because I'm really trying to get that like Dave Grohl snare snap, and they're like, that's not the right question you should be asking. The the drumsticks aren't what you should be focusing on, and they were absolutely right. You know, I didn't know what the ingredient was. That I was missing or what was like, you know, the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. Those kind of things. But I think then people go either like, oh, no, that they either become also self-conscious where they're like, I asked the wrong question. That's what I'm worried about. That I'm going to ask the wrong question. It's like, no, no, no you got to start somewhere and you have to ask yeah. because then you actually get to the shit that matters and is actually going to provide the answer. So you have to be OK with being uncomfortable, too. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I think you say that with coaching students, like, hey, you're going to be uncomfortable. Yes. And you got to be okay with that. Yeah. And even, you know, even those wrong questions, like, help inform me of, like, kind of where their mindset yeah. is. And there's no there's no shame in it. You know, like, it, it uh, if they're, like, really focused on something and I hear, like, a deficiency um, or a gap in their mixes or, you know, whatever, even in their songwriting or whatever – it helps me realize, like, oh, they've been spending a lot of time focused on this, or that's maybe where their passion is, and that's an okay thing, too. Like, they're very passionate about this, not so much about this. Let's kind of see what happens when they put some attention over here. You know, there, there's just – it's it's informative. Or it's like when someone goes, hey, tell me what needs to happen with this production. Tell yeah. me where it needs to go, and also tell me just, like, the, the balance. Is it good? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's not bad. Can I ask you another question? How many songs have you written in the past, like, month, two months? Oh, three. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know what? I think you may have to write a little bit more because the questions you're asking are valid. But I think you need to go back to the writing process and maybe write a few more. Yeah. And then from that and have your references and then just keep on practicing and then your productions get a little bit better. You can't put stock into the first two or three songs and expect, uh, you know, 25 years of growth or five years of growth in those songs. That's a lot to put on them. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I also think like, I don't know if I if I could give like one bit of advice to people on their their question asking is Maybe take one step back from the level, like, you know, if you're, like, at, there's questions that beginners would ask, you know, like, how do I plug in this cable to my, you know, whatever. And then there's, like, the questions that everybody always wants to ask is, like, is this mix done? Is it syncable? They're always asking the very final step question, right? <laughs> They're always, like, yeah. Where should I de- when I get paid for my sink? Where should I deposit it in my business account? You know they're like way <laughs> they're like way past like where they need to be. So my advice would be like the question that you think that you should be asking, take another step down from that and like ask a a, a pre question to that. Like be a little bit more humble in in your question, right? Like, <laughs> you you know what I think it is. You're right. There's two ends of the spectrum. There's like the very beginner and some people go i'm I, you know i know i checked my gain staging i plugged yeah. in my amp I'm, I'm all good and then there's the extreme of just like so what's a balanced portfolio look like <laughs> investing with this uh you know the thousands i'm making with it's like cool there's about like you know 50 other steps in between do you have any questions about those 50 steps yeah exactly um because it seems like it's an easy jump you know to see someone further down the road well they just you know they just they just did a lot that yes they did a lot but they did ask questions and i guess my question to you and you can tell me if there's actually a question on top of that question (laughs) right (laughs) why you know i'm making a broad generalization a little bit where it's like you know either people are just they're very resistant to hearing it or they just don't want to hear it or they're uncomfortable why do you think people sometimes are just resistant and asking questions i think it's insecurity i mean it's it's uh you know, I think we all had, like, whether it was a friend or a parent or relative or whoever, that always, you know, we would ask a question. And at some point in our life, we probably all got that, that's a dumb question. I can't believe you're asking me that, you know? And, like, that stings. Like, you didn't even realize it was a dumb question. And that, that can, that can like, you know, that can put some scabs over, over you know, your vulnerability to, like, just ask questions. And I think that's where, like, you need to... 
embrace being uncomfortable and, you know, just ask some dumb questions. Like, just just get in there. Just jump in. The water is going to be cold. But, like, once you get in there, it starts to warm up, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm always – I'm all about the dumb questions. Like, the more the more basic, the more I love, like, getting into that. Because there's, like – there's nuance in those beginner questions or – I don't know. I, I no dumb questions. Like they're they're all interesting to me. That to me is interesting. The idea that some people are carrying like the scars a little mm-hmm. bit of what someone said, and even the toughest people are like, "Oh no, I'm, that's not bothering me." But meanwhile, it's just like that moment of like that's stupid, yeah. and it's like, oh, maybe it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> they're carrying that. Or is you, you think of school too? Like when you go to school. Yeah, wh- who are praised? Who are lifted up? Mm-hmm. Well, the people that give the right answer. What happens if just like that's not the important question right now? Oh, okay. I thought it was. I know. So it's just like sometimes our even our inquisitiveness is kind of like trampled down by teachers because they're like, well, that's not part of it right now. I know. That's not an important question. Oh, okay. And you know, cool. and that's a tough thing. Like, you know, for us as like teachers, yeah. as coaches, you have that story of like, you know, when you are asking questions, I forget I forget how it went exactly, but yeah. Um, you you know, we've had that where that's not the the question you should be asking right now, or that's not you know. Oh no, I remember what it was. You said like you asked a question, and the guy said, "Well, I could explain it to you, but it's not going to make sense." Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's like a form of that, mm-hmm. and you're like, I, you know, and that's like the type of thing where you're trying to be, <laughs> you're trying to be considerate and polite, and you know, they might be asking about some advanced level, and the answer is like I could tell you. But really, like, can we talk about this other thing that I think will help get you there? And then you'll understand, mm-hmm. like, what that answer is. And we're not trying to be condescending or insulting or anything like that. It's just really, like, we've been there. We know, like, yeah. I can't tell you, like, I'm always talking about compressors. But I can't tell you the number of times I had to have somebody explain to me what a compressor does. Like, what all those knobs mean. Like, how, all, how they all fit together. It took me forever to get it. You know, and like I had to keep asking that same question over and over and over again, and finally it clicked. You know, like so, yeah. There, there, there's a lot to unpack there. And what's interesting is sometimes the answers we get may not always fit a hundred percent. So if somebody's showing you, hey, this is how uh, this is supposed to be done. And then you're doing the thing, and then part of you goes like, okay, so they told me this is exactly, and I've got all the settings right, and I've got everything there. Yeah. But I'm getting this feedback. It's not right. Mm -hmm. That's the danger. Did they lie to me? Did they lie? (laughs) And it's like, no, 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 they didn't lie. But it's not always a one-size-fits-all. It's also like the process and the answer may have to change a little bit based on this. That's what's also mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's like a whole other angle of like when you are asking questions, like – Really think about who it is you are asking and what their perspective is. You know, like if I'm if I'm going to even some like a list like hero mixer person producer whoever songwriter, if they only you know if they if all their Grammys have come from like working with heavy metal artists, as genius as they might be. That's not a genre that I work in. So I'm going to be very – it's not that I'm not going to ask them questions. Of course I'm going to pick their brain. But I'm going to be very aware in particular of like, okay, what's a universal question that I can ask that's not going to steer me wrong? Because they're going to probably like be setting – you know, doing their things like very differently than what a singer-songwriter, producer, engineer, mixer might be doing. And so you got to be careful of like the questions that you ask and – take it into context you know it was interesting we did i think this was a couple months ago and it was a critique and usually when we talk about sync we're always talking about builds drops and you yeah, know, yeah you know this one song kind of went straight through where it was like but it felt good nice and that was the thing and then somebody asked the question it was like i thought you said builds and drops were important i'm like they are but this song feels really good like it's like it's emotionally pulling me in, mm-hmm. and it was just like and Heather and I were like, "This is great." Yeah, and they were like, "So we shouldn't do builds and drops." So I do, and I'm like, <laughs> "Here's the thing, you. Wa- I wish it was a very like, and sometimes the answers we get, and maybe that's why we don't want to ask questions. It's not going to be a yes or no, kind of like how that dude told me I could tell you, but it won't make sense. And in the time, I was like, "You're right, it doesn't make sense." But here I am now, and I'm like, you know Finally what? Does, yeah. 
everything that I've been doing doesn't make it's it's not a straight. It's all over the place. Yeah. The thing I thought I was going to be doing that morphed into this, then I moved here, and that's what he means. He he has that it's going to change. It's going to be you're going to have to go with your intuition a little bit, and it's like no wonder he couldn't say like, "Hi, Mike. Here's the form." fill it up <laughs> right it's not, it's not and so when you get those questions about like well i thought this rule applied to everything yeah not always yeah well how do i know that's the thing you might not know yeah and that's where like doing a lot of work <laughs> man i love a hard and fast rule that is always true and there are so few of them like every, there's always the exception and i think the that's the toughest thing not only to teach but also to just be aware of of like when is this breaking a rule because like you know everybody's always like kind of i don't know why that is like they're always trying to like prove the teacher wrong kind of thing like you you said everything needs builds and drops and everything needs layers yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and look at this this doesn't have it and you're like absolutely it it totally doesn't but you know this is for a very specific thing and you know, you might not see this. We were talking about ads at that time, you know, or whatever the thing mm-hmm. is. And this does not work for ads. This works for something else. So don't take what I was, the advice I was giving on ad music for this other thing. This works very well for its own thing. You know, like there's all kinds of caveats to to those things. Ooh, that's a good word. I love that. Just pulled that out of your little, little word book right there. Yeah. That's SAT that's, words. God, that's my yeah. word of the day. Uh, but I think it is. I get that too. Sometimes that little resistance of people are like, but you said, mm-hmm. but you, and it's like, I know. And I did say that, but like where I am standing right now, it's now it doesn't work. Right. But w- w- when will it work? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I don't have a yes or no answer. It might eventually work. Yeah. Um, where, you know, if someone says, when am I going to get my first placement? <laughs> that is a great question. Yeah. I do not know. So it took you this long. Will it take me that long? It might. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, do the, ex- you know, but the, you know, I had a different workflow and, you know, and I did this. So if you're not writing a lot, it may take a little bit longer. If you're trying to do everything on your own, it may take a little bit longer. How long? Not sure. Yeah. Just all I can say is a little bit longer. Or you may run into someone that may go like, oh my God, this is perfect. And it may be even quicker than me. Right. Or you may, or you may like find your just magically find a killer collaborator who's just like, you know, taking you under their wing, and now you're like got writing credit on the song, and it's landed right away. See, there's so many different scenarios yeah. that we point. Is like here's could ha- here's what could happen. Here's what could happen, and then so people are always looking for those like universal. I guess kind of like those truths of like, well, is there anything that's consistent? Yeah, is anything like, well, true? Think it, is anything true? And I was like, well, be nice. Yeah, there you go. That's there you there we go. That's one that yeah. will never fluctuate. Mm-hmm. That's I, probably the only one <laughs> that I think of that I'm like uh, that's pretty much it. Don't be nice. Don't be a creep. Yeah. Create a safe space and respect the other's time. Yeah. Those are pretty much the only ones that are tried and true. Everything else could change. Yeah. But you got to ask questions because if you don't, that's what is, is so. Uh, I I feel like and you're in the same space when we took classes. When we were in the same class, like I was just asking, you know, here's another one. If there was a speaker, here's a question. Here's a question. And, you know, I, I didn't want to seem overwhelming. And I would be, yeah. but I'd be like, I got to ask because this is like, this is a moment. I don't know when this is going to happen. Um, and I'm always surprised when there's a thing and I'm like, hey, do you got questions? And nothing. <laughs> Silence. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. Are you sure? You, you know, we're just going to throw this out. Any questions? Here's this person. Do you got questions for him? Because it's like, this is crazy. Right. When I first, so I, I've said it before that it took me, I think about two years, maybe a little bit less to get my very first sync after I've been like building up my catalog for, for a while. I just didn't have the contacts. I didn't understand, yeah, you know, libraries and stuff like that. And I eventually got to take a music supervisor out to lunch and man, I tell you, I prepared for that lunch for like an entire day. Yeah. I went with a notebook just full of questions. And some of them like weren't great questions. You know, I had to skip over them. You know, they just weren't, weren't <laughs> applicable. Um, but man, I went prepared. I was like, I was questioning that guy his entire meal. I'm, he's lucky he got to eat. 
<laughs> but that, I think that's an interesting thing. You said you prepare. Yeah. So it's like even if you know that's going to happen, I, I people that come into situations cold – and they're just like, ah, I can't think. Yeah, because sometimes your mind just it's it can't compute. It's like trying to pull stuff out, and you're like, ah, oh, it's really like you know, like where do you like to go? Or <laughs> yeah. just like, do you have, do you have a puppy? It's just like those are not. That's what your mind's coming up with. You don't have time of this like, and maybe this is another thing, like kind of carving out some time for like reflection and kind of like thinking about like, okay. Well, if I do meet the and kind of studying up on them and what they've done and the thing so that when you're with them, I remember when we would get those moments in that course, if we did a live event and they had supervisors, you could spend like five minutes with right. them. I remember just being like, okay, so I have my drive. I have my song. I have the backup of the song. I have the backup of the backup in case, you know, right. the backup explodes <laughs> in my backpack. And it's just like, and then I'm going to be like, hey, I really, you know, it was great because I, you know. I know so and so, and 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 I really gave thought to that because that small window is so huge. Yeah, it's just like that's where maybe you get that one thing because you asked, and then suddenly makes your brain kind of go like, oh. "That's why I like going to conferences or the thing because I know my notebook's going to be full of." I don't want to say I'm suspicious, but I'm a little I'm a little stitious. <laughs> like when someone doesn't write down, when someone's talking or just taking notes mm-hmm. or just like filling up questions or doodling or allowing their imagination to go with what the person's talking, which could spawn questions. I'm just like you're just sitting there expecting to remember. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember? And it's like, no, you won't. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. And man, those are so many missed opportunities of like growth and i don't know just like paving forward to the i don't know creating the things that you want to create anybody that's that's further along in in any path i look at that as an opportunity to to i don't know i'm just like naturally curious like i'm always wanting you know i'll somebody works at a mortuary i want to pick their brain like how's that work what's that like you know (laughs) um yeah (laughs) Ask questions. What playlist do you have on <laughs> yeah. during the day? What's acceptable? Is it like does the playlist change where it's like the family's coming? Yeah, right. and then you switch to like the other one. Like, do you ever eat on your lunch break? Do you right? Just, like, yeah. Like, what is the what is the? But no, it's just like it's. I and maybe this is the other thing too. Do you think? And maybe as I'm talking this out, this is causing me to think and ask questions. It's like, do you do you think? People that ask good questions allow their imagination to kind of like go a little bit and just like wander and expand and think and create scenarios so that then suddenly like a question pops out. Yeah, you know, that's like a that's something I've been thinking about recently, too. Like the like some people are like, well, I don't even know what questions to ask, you know, so like how do you how does that like come like I don't even know where my weaknesses are and then. Maybe that's where those questions of like, hey, is this syncable? Because they that's their goal, right? Like, I want to get a sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you know, it's not that they're they're doing anything um, bad. It's just like that's all they can do is like, I've got this goal. It's to sync. Is it there yet? And they they don't know how to like break down any other questions. Um, and this is like a whole a whole thing, right? Like if you're, it gets into like the active listening of like, hey, I am trying to capture this this element in the song. Um, that's like a better question to ask, you know, like you really have to get, you have to get out your microscope and start getting into, I want to capture that acoustic guitar, the way that like you can hear her thumb hit that low E string. Um, and I've got songs like that where you can actually hear the fingers on the string as they're strumming, you know, that's such a cool thing to be able to capture. Um, those are questions like get into the details of like that. You know, like, that's, like, an entire conversation right there. Like, how do you capture that? On that note, um, there's this quote from, I think it's Eleanor Roosevelt, like, that talks about simple minds talk about people, average minds talk about events, and then great minds talk about ideas. And that's something that I I think about, of, like, the thinking about the idea of, of what you're trying to go after. But, I mean, ideas, yeah, it's just that sitting with, what is it, 3M does this thing that's really cool. Like, it's part of their employees that they have to carve out time Mm. of imagination. 
Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's wild that they have to do it because imagination creates things, but then creating things leads to like, well, how am I going to do that? And then steps. And then you got to ask questions to get to that thing. And so, yeah, when someone says it's, you know, is this sinkable? It's like, yeah, that's, that's cool. I get, I get where you're going because you want to make sure that it is, it is fits. But my next question would be like, you know, what was your, re- and what are you trying to do? Have you, and then my mind then goes to imagining, have you tried mixing this, this, and this? Mm-hmm. No. Is it going to work? It might, but I try. It's like yeah. you just start thinking about things and start maybe creating, well, let me try this. And if it doesn't, maybe I'll just eliminate one of these things and I'll add this. <gasps> there we go. That You have to, yeah. I don't know, just kind of imagine some ideas and then test them out. And it may give you the answer or it may lead to a question that you go, that doesn't work. But I do like that. I'm going to file that away, but I'm going to take this away. That was my solution. It's – yeah, there's not a very simple – well, it's X, Y, Z. Yeah. And then you're going to exactly get the consistent answer. I think in you know just continuing questions will lead to a process and a system that you'll develop. Mm-hmm. And that will become more and more predictable over time. But then even then, you're going to be like, I got to mix things up. Yeah. Like, it's just now it's like, you know, I don't want to deliver the same thing again and again. So, you know what? I'm going to try this. Mm -hmm. And then you just – or it's like, I'm going to go over here that something – I feel like people that get further down the path want to be more uncomfortable. Yes. They don't want to be uh, very – you know, protect it and just like, oh, this is great. This is great. They want to be uncomfortable. They want to be like, God, because they know this is like a new period of growth mm-hmm. because if they're super uncomfortable and they're really pushed, that's where it's just like, oh, man, this is like a new extreme. Nothing good comes from just ah, I was so comfortable and then, man, great things happen. Yeah, I always have to have at least one element that is – that is pushing me forward. Like I'll do, I'll do like several songs in the same style to make sure, like, especially if it's, if it's a new style and I'm trying to capture it and that's my challenge, I'll do several more to kind of prove to myself, like, Hey, I can replicate this. I really do have (laughs) this down, you know? But after that, I, I need to add an element. There, there has to be something to it that is, is pushing me, holding my interest. Cause after that, you know, then I'm just kind of going through the motions and it doesn't feel as inspired. Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to jump in the middle of this podcast to ask you if you've been listening to this for quite a while, because here we are, episode number 79, and, you know, you haven't left us a review on Apple Podcasts, could you do that right now? Because that would be huge. It could just be like talking about your favorite episode, because believe me, reviews matter. We read each one, and it helps bring notoriety and awareness of our podcast and brings more exposure. So it really helps us out a ton. So if you've been listening to us for a very long time and you haven't done that yet, could you just take a moment right now? I truly do appreciate it, and I truly appreciate you continuing to listen and share this podcast. So without further ado, let's jump back in to this week's episode. It's interesting that you said that you stay with it for a little bit just to learn the, the, I guess, kind of like the the blueprint or the boundaries of just like, cool, this is what – and then you gain some consistency. Yeah. Cool. Now I got to add something to mix it up. Otherwise, it's just going to be like – I don't want to say like a watered down or a Kool-Aid version of what you're making, but it's like you got to do something to it to just make it like you. You're right, right. But still have that authenticity of the genre, the style, so that when you pitch it, they're not going to be like, ah, this is wildly off. Were you even listening to what what it is? And it's like, but no, you've got those elements, but now you've got that thing. Mm -hmm. It's like when they say, what does he have? He's got that thing, that style, that pizzazz. It's like. That's such an untangible thing sometimes that we're like, what does that mean? How do I get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're meeting with somebody and getting your – you were just talking about like the what 3M, they carve out that time for like imagination. Where does your brain go like when you're thinking of like like asking questions? Like how do you come up with, with that? Like is there like a certain – like do you start like digging into that? Whoever you're going to be asking the questions of, do you dig into them and kind of see where – where things might link up, where connections could be made in terms of 
like where they could pro- kind of provide the most value or be of most service is it yeah. like how do you how do you go about it you know it was interesting because we had on the insiders john lunt mm-hmm. who is the composer of like uh the last kingdom right downton abbey and i was just like before he came on i just listened to some of his interviews and it was really cool he has a great scottish accent it's <laughs> yeah. so thick and it's so but it was int- i was just like oh let me listen to some of his and you know, you know, everybody sometimes thinks everybody has a niche, like a very. But it was interesting because Last Kingdom was very Nordic, and there were mm. lots of, and it was very ambient. But he had this one vocal that was just like, and I was like, wow. And then there was a recommended, oh, recommended from John, Lund, and it was like Grandchester, mm. and it was like 1950. I think it was somewhere around the 50s, early 50s, where this show. T- Jed and I ended up binging on it, and it was great. But it was I listened to like the soundtrack. Very simple, very minimalist, very like piano. And I'm like, man, that is such a departure from this. And then I listened to Downton Abbey and it was like somewhere in the middle. And then I was like, man, well, I was like, you know, and that was the first question. I was like, how do you go from that to a very like very classical, very like standard, just like very polite piano piece to suddenly. And he explained that when he sits down, this is where I was like this kind of resonated. I was like, oh, I need to do more of this. He goes to his instrument, but he has, he just closes his eyes and thinks about a visual Mm. of what does this feel like? And what is it, you know, does it seem, does this feel like it would move? And he was like, oh, for that last kingdom. Yeah, I had like these, I had like all this ambient, but then we brought in, I saw somebody showed me this clip Mm -hmm. of this woman and I sampled it because I was like, there's something about her. And then we tracked her down and then I brought her in and I flew her. And I was like, whoa. So it was interesting that his process doesn't start with a, okay, so tell me what the script, and he'll read that, but like he's sitting down and he's like, I have to visualize, and I'm like, visualization, and right. he's allowing his imagination, so it's like, even down that path, he's not getting further, so I'm like, I guess I'm doing a deep dive on them, So you're and really, yeah, just consuming what they do. So you, yeah, that that's really interesting, and that's a, that's a great way to go about that. Um, so you're digging into what they're doing and finding things that interest you and like like kind of prompt questions instead of like yeah instead of just being like okay i'm sitting down with like a composer be like well what do you think of spielberg or whatever you know like instead of just like <laughs> yeah, random yeah, kind yeah. of like film composery questions you're actually digging into who they are what they've done and then finding questions of like how did they do that like i've never heard that before and then that's where you're that's what prompts your questions that's i like that the natural question would be like, what VSTs do you use? What right. packs do you use? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It no. doesn't matter. Not that it, they're not. I'm sure they're cool. And he could probably tell me a million ones that I should probably go out and binge and buy. Yeah. But it's like the plugin isn't the important thing. It's like the person and like their mind and what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. That's not Their mind. Their mind. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, what is he thinking when he gets something like he's given like a template of what you know, uh, down Nabby is, which is like, people are like, you know, when he first got that the first season, he was like, yeah, they explained that it was going to switch from all these different things. So I realized the pacing of what I was doing needs to cool. Now he's getting into the shit that I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. So you're thinking about, you're even thinking about the transitions when you haven't even seen the footage, but you're trying to visualize it and experience. You've told me everything that I'm like, that is amazing. Right. But now it's just like, now I got more questions. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. is that how it always is? And he's like, no, not always, but sometimes. And it's like, wow. Yeah. That is, to me, you know, the basic question would have been, yeah, like, or what piano do you have? You know, what piano do you use? And how do you, you know, how do you practice? I'm sure those are, those are not, those are valid questions. But if I've got five minutes with them, I don't think I'm going to be asking that. I'll be like, wow, what goes through your mind? Yeah. Can I get, can you paint a picture of what you're seeing in your head? Yeah. So I can try to visualize that too. And then just be like, oh, okay. That's, that's the shit that gets me like on fire. And I think that's the important too. in the questions, sometimes people are asking questions. They're so deadpan, like this, tell me the answer. And it's like, oh man, I sometimes too want a question that's a little bit more like, 
fiery. Yeah, that has some like layers that you can peel back. Yeah. 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 I feel like what you're what you're kind of touching on is like these these like these universal um experiences that like even mm-hmm. though he's a film composer and like you and I don't really do a lot of that um it's like where where is there crossover like you know the great question is like wh- what do you do when you get stuck you know like you know the writer's block that's a very common experience and like that would be an interesting thing to see what he does cuz like you know if you if you ask another songwriter they might like think about it from a lyric standpoint well a composer doesn't deal with lyrics so like what does he do to like get out of that you know like i I think that that's interesting it's funny you mentioned that but i did ask him something along that line he goes every day he plays a different piece from bach oh he sits down and plays through because he was like he has such a vast catalog Mm -hmm. you can't help but find something interesting that kind of like and i was like I was like, that's interesting. So even when the well's dry, then you go to something and then you still fill it up with a new idea or a different approach. And I was like, that's that's intriguing because there you go. Yeah. It's still happening. So he's also saying like, hey, it's always going to be there, but you got to find ways to kick that funk. And so I think he, that was also acknowledgement, whatever way works for you, mm-hmm. find that way. It needs to be there. So it's like if somebody goes, well, I'm writing pop. Sure, I listen to Bach every day. I don't, you know, it's not necessarily you should listen. Maybe you should because you know what? I think Bach Bach was a great, like, he was essentially like a pop songwriter. Yeah, right. There's a reason his melodies are still around. And they, yeah, and you know what? They didn't have any recording. So all you had to take away was just that moment. And so you realized how crucial it was that you remember some sort of piece. Yeah. Something from because we can all sing da 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 or da 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 da. We're singing his melodies yeah. or his choruses, if you will, kind of those parts that he comes back to. Yeah. Um. So that was a cool little takeaway from him, where it was like, ah, oh, so he has writer's block too. Uh. And sometimes your questions may not get answers, but also validation that the person that you're asking goes, hey, guess what? That's great. And you know what? I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. And that's you can still be further along and still struggle with that question. You know, in terms of like being humble and like vulnerable and honest, like you know, those classics are like also what what are taught to beginner piano students. You know, those melody yeah. like, and he's going back to those like beginner. I mean, you know, they're they're masterpieces, so they're not like you know yeah. lullabies or anything. But yeah, he's he's like totally being vulnerable and being like, you know, what? I'm just going to go back to like my roots in a way. Yeah. And re-explore those now with my ears with a master's mind, you know? It's interesting to just have that perspective cuz like that was an example of me asking good questions. I can remember when I asked terrible questions. I remember being here and I was visiting a friend and I was watching a he was nice enough to watch me let him build out a song. He built out a song, showed me his process. It was so quick. Yeah. I was like, wow, you're getting this done in like an hour and a half. I'm like, how do you do that? And now I'm like, oh, he just did a lot. And yeah. that was, that was to me, I was still not at that quota, but then he was mastering and I was like, dude, what are you using? He was like, oh, this is just the UAD mastering pack. I was, wrote it down, went home and bought it. And I emailed him. I was like, can you, can you screen shoot, shoot me your settings? Yeah. And he was like, I can. Right. <laughs> and I remember being like, no, no, no. But now I'm like, oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Because like the settings used for that may not work for what I'm doing and the order and like I may have to use one less of them. I don't always have to use that precision limiter. I can use a different one. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. That's that's a great point there that um and I was trying to figure out how to how to word that exactly, but when you ask questions like that, and I've done this too, where I've asked, yeah. you know, your your mind is blown. You see somebody like put together a song in like 30 minutes, the entire thing, that's something that takes you weeks to do. And you're like, how do you do that? And then the answer is not as interesting or as mind-blowing <laughs> as you think. You know, and they're answering it. And it's like, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. You're doing that and then this. And, yeah, that's exactly what I do. Only it takes me, like, three months to get something that d- sounds half as good. When when that happens and you get those answers that aren't as as interesting as you thought that they would be, that's, like, a sign that you need to 
re like ask better questions like rethink the question that you're you're asking and be like oh all right i'm asking something that's probably above my level right now or isn't the right question you know and that yeah. that's a prompt for me to be like okay i need to i need to figure out like like how let me let, let me like re let me zoom out a little bit and be like okay what is he doing that's really um something that is puzzling me you know like in a in a very narrow way instead of this like broad question of like how are you doing this and it's interesting i go back to that moment i'm like oh that's the question that was the answer i should have been paying attention to mm. the mastering session you know settings didn't matter mm-hmm. but what did matter was he wasn't overthinking mm-hmm. he was totally that's why i was so overthinking and it's interesting that you mentioned that the idea that people are like no that's the answer yeah write more songs that's not what they want because then it's highlighting something they're not doing yeah that they know they should be doing, but they're dragging their heels and they're just like, and they're more making, they're asking less questions, <laughs> making more excuses of like, well, right now it's a really, t- right now I just can't. And it's like, oh my Lord, do you want to do this or not? Yeah. Now that's an easy question. <laughs> yes, no. Yeah. That one does have a very specific answer. Does it, does more problems in the process intrigue you or does it discourage you? For me, it's intriguing because I'm like, well, there's more questions I need to be asking. Yeah. I'm not disheartened. I realize there's always going to be – there's no clarity moment of, like, the entire thing. Yeah. It's only little bits of – it. it's almost like, I don't know, the fog lifts a little bit and you see a little bit more of the skyline. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I see a little bit more. But you don't see everything at once. It's it's never going to happen. You know, something that, that – that whole thing on, on what you're talking about, there was somebody recently who – actually did do the thing where they did several songs and I think they sent me like a playlist of 10, 15, 20 songs and it was over, you know, it was maybe over like a two year period and just them doing the repetition, they were still, you know, even after doing it for a couple of years, their mixes weren't sounding, you know, they they didn't achieve like everything, but even on their own through repetition, you could tell like what they did for their first five songs. They were not making those same mistakes on songs 10 through 15. And it, the things that were consistent of like, Oh, they're lacking here. Yep. That's a thread that they're following. They're, they're not, they haven't found the solution to this thing. That's, that's been bugging them the whole time, man, in terms of like from a teacher coaching perspective, that's like the the holy grail of what I look for in a student. Somebody who's like shown that they they put in the work and even though they're not they've struggled that whole time I'm like let's solve this. I know exactly what you need yeah. right here. Like let's dig into this and we're going to solve this for you and it's going to like it's going to be an aha moment because that little thing that's been a pain point for them the entire time now they can just like fix that and apply it to everything they've done the past 2 years and you know like oh man it's changing. It's like yeah. it's one of those things where they're like, "Holy shit, you're right. I miss that." Yep. But it's cool to see too. But hey, you still have been figuring out problems yeah. because you can point like, "Hey, this got better." Right. Because you just stuck with it, and sometimes that's also the answer. It's like you got to do it again. What do you mean, do it again? Yeah. Do it again. Yeah. Any tips? Well. Do it again, do it and again. then I'll see. And then we'll we'll meet with this one, and then I'll probably tell you to do it again. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna have to do it again. Right? When will I have to stop? Hmm. <laughs> but, you know, it, right? <laughs> again, it's not one of the again, n- not necessarily an answer that's intriguing, but it's just like that's the answer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I thought it was gonna be like tell me six, and then I could stop. Yeah. It, you know, and yeah, it's this is why questions are fascinating. I don't know. It's just like it's interesting. Yeah, there's a, a chef that I heard on on something who is like just obsessed with um, croissants. I think that's like just just obsessed. And he said he didn't feel like he understood how to make a good croissant until after he'd made 10,000. And that's like literally making the exact same thing over and over and over. And he said that he didn't really feel like he knew how to do it until 10,000. And I'm like, to me, that just blows my mind. And I almost don't believe him. <laughs> but I don't know. That that just really like put in perspective of like just what repetition does. And I, I mean, in a way, I, I believe it. Like, you know, I, I can see that because I still, I still struggle with things that I... 
I've always struggled with. You know, there, there's just things that I are. I mean, your croissants aren't the greatest. <laughs> right. I mean, they're okay. They're okay. They're <laughs> but yeah, just repetition. There's, there's just some things yeah. that like there is no other solution for. It's just you just have to do it. And kind of going back to like what I was saying about the the person that had been working over two years and had the, you know, 10, 15 songs done. Um, you know, that compared to somebody who's just bringing me two and saying, I just, I've done these two. That's like such a small sample set for me to listen to and be like, where I don't, I can't see the thread yet. I can't see where you're struggling. I can't, um, I can, you know, I can critique these in isolation, but is that really like doing, I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a reason that like doctors have you keep on coming back for more blood work because they need to see the they need to see what's yeah. going on. Like where where are you heading? Is it a good direction? Is it, is a good, it direction? good or is it just like, yeah yeah? Are you eating too many croissants? Uh, but that's 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 so interesting, and it makes sense. Like this weekend, like I had to do a whole bunch of like Shark Week music. Oh right, yeah. And like when you do like production stuff, it's just like. You have to do a lot because honestly, I don't really send the first two or three. Yeah. Because they're okay. Mm-hmm. But like, I really get a better template. I get like understanding, like, oh, I like this more. Oh, I really hate it. Oh, this was so busy. Oh, this is bad. Oh, this, feel, this feels bad. Again, it's such sometimes like, well, you know, the question could be, well, what do you mean feel? Oh, I just like, I can close my eyes and like, they ask for awe and wonder and it feels like awe and wonder. I feel like I could see. You know, I could look at, you know, I'm at the bottom of the ocean looking up and the sun's hitting and mm-hmm. it does that like that sparkly kind of thing. And they're talking about conservation in some yeah. sense. And that feels like there's, you know, these are majestic creatures that feels right. The first two, eh, man, I, it's OK. I, I just yeah. want to I want to repeat that for anybody listening that you just said that you don't send the first two or three. And the fact yeah. that like we we ask people like, hey, do do. 10 more of these, you know, like do, do, do 20 of these, like you are absolutely spot on. Like you're, you're not precious about it. You're not like every single thing that I'm making is a, is, you know, is a gold mine is going to be per- perfect. I'm absolutely the same way. Like I'm like, you know, I'll collect like a, a hand, like a bunch of ideas, like little nugget ideas and not use, you know, half of them really. You know, and you just pick the the best ones. It's the same reason why artists say that you know I recorded forty songs for my album and we picked like twelve. There, there's a reason yeah, for that. It's yeah. I think it's super important because I don't know. Then it's also I realize the craft that I'm doing. I can't just assume like oh this is you know everything I you know yeah. shit out is gold. This is great. It's like it's not bad, but I bet it can be just like better. Well, yeah. that comes from not overthinking, just refining a little bit. Done. And so it is also a discipline that's built over time. So it's like, I guess the question we can ask, are you building good disciplines in your creative structure where it's like you you have those rules? But even when we're giving you the answers, we're still applying those answers to our own things because I tell people, do more. Yeah. Do more. And it's because I know it works. Like once I send, you know, the fourth song after, they'll accept it. Yeah. It'll, it'll yep. get added in. Yeah. It'll be okay. Could they accept song one, two, or three? They might. Mm-hmm. Could I waste my time just uploading them and being like, uh, you know, that was good. That was – we didn't use that one. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're probably – that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. No, it's uh, – yeah, it's like, it's like you know, in baseball, it's like your batting average. Like, there is no perfect batter. Like, they're, they're always striking out in every game. And sometimes they hit a home run. Sometimes, they, you know, they get to first base, whatever. Um, yeah, and the same thing is is true for me. Like this is about improving your success rate, and you're never gonna get to 100, percent and that's what keeps us going. Because like as soon as we got to 100, percent then we'd be like, "Well, this is boring." Like I know that they're gonna yeah. accept it, right? I know they're. Yeah. I know I did this. Oh, I'm a genius, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the same thing's true for me. Like I, there's a project not too long ago where I sent ten at once. You know, like I, they just wanted me to get my ten done, and I sent them in, and just just like clockwork they they didn't take like the first two and then they didn't take like the sixth one i did you know because maybe i like tried to branch off into something i was like ooh, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe i'll try something over here they didn't take that one but you know like the middle and the end they they took a batch of those songs that's that's just how it goes so that's why like you know we're always saying like do more do more like get improve your your workflow get these things knocked out you're gonna have to you know if, if you're serious about it you're gonna have to do a lot anyway 
it's interesting that like yeah, it's that that after batch, that like later batch yeah. that seems to be picked up. Mm-hmm. I did like a series of covers with like Maddie and the one that we did after was the one that was picked up the most because they were like, oh yeah, this is a really like, and I was like, huh, that one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, really, I thought it would be this one, and I was like, well, when did we do that? Oh, I did that after, and I was like, but there's not a lot in it. Yeah, like it's so minimal. I was like. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. I, you know, yeah. it, but that's not, you know, I guess the important question is like, cool, it, do continue to do more. I'm learning. It also validates, cool, that's still the answer. Mm-hmm. Like it hasn't changed where it was like, just do 12. Yeah. It's like, no, do a lot more because, you know, only now do I feel like I'm starting to get a rhythm and a routine. And if I'm going to keep that up, it's going to have to stay consistent for a while. Yeah. And then like great questions to ask, like, you know, that the – with the song with Maddie where there was the last one that you did, yeah. I'm always going back and doing kind of uh, retrospective analysis of like, okay, why did they take that one? Why did that one really jump out to them? And then, you know, maybe it's because whatever, like you find out, you know, the this, this show airs and you see how they used it and you'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. they never told me that this was like somebody died in this scene and they just wanted something ironically. Like, yeah. once you find that out, then you're like, oh man, I, there's no way I could have ever known that, and therefore, like, there's not really a great learning lesson from that specific use case. You know what I mean? So you can't like beat yeah, yourself I up. Do. Yeah, you can't beat yourself up too much about it because they didn't give you the information. There's no way you could have known, and so you just got lucky, and that's you know that happens. But then there's other times where you can look at it and be like, oh, like they took songs three four five and those were all up tempo and they didn't take the down tempo ones there's some there's some evidence there's a pattern there's a pattern (laughs) what am i going to start making now what am i going to start sending them yep up tempo i love that yeah but uh, i think this is the importance of asking questions yeah so i guess the whole idea of this episode was ask questions and before and kind of like i think your good piece of advice you gave before you ask the question ask yourself is this like the end question Mm -hmm. like you know like how much or could you backtrack coupled to a little bit more in the process that could give you actually the answer you could start taking action with as opposed to like, you know, you know, you know, how do I protect myself and all these songs? And it's like, right. Well, before we get to that, why don't you write like a couple more? Yeah, that might be a little bit better of a question to ask. That is, I think, great advice to backtrack a little bit and not assume the final question is the question you should be asking. Right. Somewhere like in the middle. Yeah. That yeah. little sweet spot. The middle. Especially like finding your pain points. Like, you know, look back at those and be like, man, I did three songs and I really struggled here, you know, right at this kind of like 25% finished mark. How can I like improve that? Like, does everybody struggle at that at that mark too? Like, that's that's a great point to like start asking questions. Like you know, when I start layering my bass guitar, my mixes get really muddy. Does that happen to you? Like, how do I fix that? Oof. You know, that's a good question. That's like, a question. that's like awesome. Or it's like, oh, my my drums drop out when I add more things. Should I add more to the drums? Should I add another layer? Where should I? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> let's let's listen. Let's dig into it, dude. This was great. Yeah. So we'll we'll ask more questions. We'll do more. We'll do more question episodes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And that does it for this week's episode. It was edited and produced by Chris Fafalius. I'm Mike Myers. Thanks for listening.